Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, welcome to another episode of The Fearless Mujer. So excited that you're here. Thank you for stopping by for another empowering cafecito chat. I am so excited because I have my friend Monica, who is not a stranger to this podcast. She's been here before. And so Monica, I just want to welcome you. Thank you so much. Last time you were Monica Alvarez and now you're Monica Rojas. So (laughs) welcome. (laughs) Yes, yes. Last name has changed. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited. Yes, thank you. No, thank you. So tell us why your name changed, Monica. <laughs> well, see what happened was <laughs> no kidding. I got married in November oh, uh, to an amazing man. So exciting. Thank yes, you. congratulations. Thank you. I just wanted you to like, you know, be like, I got married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was about to get in the whole story, girl. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I just everybody congratulate her because I think it's I think your story is amazing. And like, I mean, if you want to share that with us, but I I think it's just, um, yeah, like so amazing, right. To really find that love. And so this is the month of love, I guess, if you want to put it that way, you know, February. And so it's really an encouragement, right? Because we are living in a time where there's so much of like marriage isn't a special thing anymore. Not to everyone, but, you know, it's it's OK. I think that when you're married, you can still be an independent woman, you know. Um, so tell us about you, Monica. All right. So I'm the host of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast, and I'm also the creator of Box Fit Queens, which is a boxing, all female boxing fitness uh, gym where I use that as a form of empowerment. I'm also a body image empowerment coach. So I just love to help women really encourage them and empower them to be confident in the body they're in while working for where they want to go. And I think that a lot of times we just don't know how to be embracing the journey and uh, we're so worried about the final outcome. And so I really try to slow my women down and just mm-hmm. help them embrace and and be confident where they're at. That's so good. I love it. Um, I, I mean, I know you and I love just your heart to help women really love themselves. Right. And that's why I thought like you would be such a great person to really talk about that. So today's episode, it it is about fearless love, but it's more about how do you fearlessly love yourself? How do you really show up as that fearless mujer, right? This is a fearless Mm -hmm. mujer podcast. And more than anything, like it doesn't mean that we don't have fears, right? It means really that we face them. We we keep going. So when I think of being fearless, I really think of, you know, um, I really think of facing my fears and doing what that thing is that I feel called to do, regardless of the fear, just kind of saying, yeah, I'm scared to do this, but I'm going to do it. So when I think of fearless, really, that's what it means to me. And also having faith that like, God, you have my back, right? So what does it mean to you, first of all, to be fearless, to be a fearless woman? 
Well, I think you read off my notes because I, <laughs> I was looking at my notes. Like, That's exactly what I wrote. No, no, that was like, hey, great minds think alike. <laughs> um, I think she was in my notes, ladies. No, um, <laughs> no, actually, what that's that's definitely it, and and I feel like that's probably exactly where God's leading us to speak about because, um, what I put was like courageously stepping into what it is that God's called you to do, even though there's fear, you know, and. I think when we think of fearless or we think of let's do some, you know, when we hear that word, we think that there's no fear behind it. And if we feel fear, then we shouldn't be doing it. And I don't think that that's what it is. I think fearless is when we are scared, there is fear, but we step into it courageously because that's what courage is, right? We step into it courageously to do that thing that we feel called to do. Um, It's not always sexy. It's not always Mm -hmm. trendy. But the truth is, like, there is something behind it when it's our calling. And the yes. most beautiful thing that I've learned is, like, we're all made to do something creative and unique because of our amazing creator, right? Yeah. And ours isn't going to look like everybody else's, right? Our calling yeah. doesn't look like everybody else's. So when there is all this fear of, like, it's got to look like this and it's got to look like that, that's where I think we start letting the fear paralyze us. But when we're in our own calling, when we're in our own lane, I think it just feels more aligned with what we, what I feel God wants us to do with our yes, lives, you know, I and love for that. others. I love that so much because I think that, as, like I was saying, right, being fearless, it doesn't mean that we don't have fear, right? It means that, like what you said, like, we we do it right we face it we we pursue that thing and i think that a lot of times um we can tend to hear the word fearless and then think oh i'm never scared of anything right i have everything under control and we know that's not true right <laughs> that's not true not, nothing is perfect so uh when when we're thinking about being a fearless woman, right? It's and and I think for me, when I look at fearless, it's a little bit different because a lot of people don't know this, but fearless muhad really comes from fearless comes from the scripture. Like God did not give us a spirit of fear, and one mm-hmm. of the reasons why is because for so long I felt like I wasn't good enough. I feared that I wasn't ever going to be good enough. I feared that I would never be the woman. I envisioned, right, that I could be. I feared that I would never really amount to anything. And I think that a lot of times when you've grown up in dysfunction and trauma, and like we've talked about these things, you don't think that you're ever going to be somebody great or special or anything, right? And so when I think of fearless, I really look at it as like, I have a purpose. God created me for a purpose. So I can do this despite of my fear. And so I I want to encourage whoever is listening at this moment that even if you're afraid to do that, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Because, and I'm going to ask you this, Monica, just like really quick, have you ever done something even though it scared you, but you just kept doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I shared it in your first time when I came on and um, for those that are new, I've never heard about my story. So I actually was really hooked on drugs from like the age 15 to 25. So I was like on a 10 year run of like, you know, hard drugs and alcohol and, you know, just realizing that I was like really escaping, trying to escape my pain. And I 
and you know, nobody in my family ever cleaned up their life. You know, uh, all my family members, my dad, I, wa- I carried him at 90 pounds and he was dying from cancer because he was so ill um, from his addiction, you know, and I had, a, you know, at the timing, it didn't happen yet, but I, I remember thinking like, I have options here, right? Like there's, there's choices either, you know, I can go out the way everybody else is, or I can trust that this man, there was a man in my gym. I was a boxer and he said, sister, I can help you. You know, I've been clean for two years. I can help you. And he gave me this shot of hope that there was something different than mm-hmm. what I've always known. And there were two thoughts that came in my mind. One is like, you're full of crap. Mm -hmm. Or two, it's like, wow, this person really is onto something. And what do I got to lose at this point? You know, and that man changed my life. You know, he led me to a place where there were people worldwide fellowship. I Mm -hmm. keep it anonymous because it's an anonymous, Mm -hmm. you know, recovery thing. But, um, you know, I've been eight years. I'm coming up on eight years clean in, in March. That's and this is where I met my husband too. My, I met my husband in recovery. You know, he's coming up on eight months the day before, I mean, eight years the day before Valentine's Day. And we got married and had our children within this time frame. you know. Wow. And so um, I say that to say that there was all kinds of fear because I had family that didn't understand what you can go that long without drinking. You can control it. You can stop it. And wow. I had to step in fears, fearlessly all of the all the way and set boundaries right and say no no wow. i can't i can't stay with y'all in christmas time i wow. can't stay here <laughs> while y'all are drinking i can't no i can't go out to the club with you no more no i cannot participate in this drama with you anymore because it's not congruent to my recovery and my spirit anymore <clears throat> so those things were very scary for me because i was like i'm going to lose my family and i'm here to tell you that actually I am like the light for my family because I'm showing my family that there's another way, right? Wow. Um, still, I still have uncles that roam the street hooked on drugs and it breaks my heart, right? Um, and I'll share this really quick, but like when my first year came, um, my dad got ill, right? When I was clean and I think I had about 10 months clean at the time and my dad got really ill with cancer and um, and it was hard because I was surrounded by his medication, I wanted to give into a drink. I saw my family drinking their pain away. And I remember I was like, God, just help me be still. Help me be still. Because I had an opportunity to see that if I continued going down the path that I was going, that that right there was going to be my outcome. My children, you know, the children I hadn't had yet were going to have to, you know, somebody was going to have to care for me the way I was caring for my father. And I did it with honor, you know, to be there for him. But there was a lot of fear in, you know, in just the process of it. Like, you know, what am I going to do? There was a lot of fear in just feeling my pain because it was it was foreign for me. You know, I was always taught you numb your feelings, you know, you know, suppress them. We drink them. We whatever we do away (laughs) right with our feelings. And it was the first time I really had to just be still trust God. And feel my feelings the way I was created to, right? Wow. And it was it was probably the toughest thing that I've ever walked through in my life. And um, but I made it, right? Like when I got to the other side, I was able to say, Hey, man, I made it through that storm and I didn't get high. I didn't pick up a drink, I didn't touch a pill, I didn't put any drugs in my body, and I'm here, you know? Wow. Monica, that that is so powerful. I've heard your story, but I'm someone that when I hear a story, when I hear of 
the transformation and what it took, I'm so inspired. And this is why, you know, and it's not religion, but it's really, I'm always in awe of like how God works in the lives of people that people have these stories and, and I've, I've seen it. I've, I've heard it. I've met people like they share who they were. Right. And you almost think like, no, there's no way that this person was that way or whatever the case may be, but you, and and you can't comprehend it right by human standards. You just Mm -hmm. understand that there is this God out there who loves us so much that he sees more in us that he knows he created us for more. And so I'm always in awe of like a changed life, a transformed life. And this is what I say, because I was doing a fearless men series and um, I would say, yeah, pretty much all of the men have these very powerful stories, right. Of what God did in their life. And this is something that I shared. I shared uh, with listeners, even if you don't believe in God, you can't, you can't argue with someone's story. Mm, like you can't so argue with what they've what they've been through, right? Mm-hmm. And so I love stories like your story because not just because like I'm a storyteller, but because you see like, wow, had this person, because I think at the same time you chose yourself. Like mm-hmm. we know that God chooses us, right? But I think you also chose yourself. You also chose to, in that moment, maybe subconsciously, you didn't see it that way, but it was love for yourself. Mm-hmm. The, I choose mm-hmm. me. I choose to, even though I'm afraid, I choose to do this because here's my outcome, right? And I think that is so powerful. And it's not something that should be taken so lightly, which I know you don't, but I'm, you know, for the listener who's maybe like, oh yeah, you know, that's part of my story. I don't want to talk about that. Or, you know, I don't want people to know I was like that girl. That's exactly where your place of authority is. That's exactly Mm. where you learn to become fearless. Because now you understand, yeah, that is who I was, but that's not who I am. And I think a lot of times it's what holds us back from being a fearless mujer. That, oh my God, let me hide in what I did. People know what I did. I don't want to start that podcast because people are, what is my family going to say, right? And Mm -hmm. those are the things that hold us back. And I want to share this real quick as we're talking about like being fearless, right? Being a fearless Mm -hmm. mujer. Well, we're talking about fearless love too, but like, we'll Mm -hmm. get to that. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, that you really said was about how you were afraid, right? You were afraid, but you had to like, let go and do that. And I can say this, that for me, I had to learn how to let go of someone that I loved, right? And if if you have my book, which you do, Monica, but if you have my book, mm-hmm. you'll know what I'm talking about. I had to let go of someone that I loved, someone that I knew my whole life. And I was afraid because I knew this person my whole life. I loved this person. And I went to this person for pretty much anything. So to not have that person, it was this fear of how do I live without this person? How do I continue without this person who, you know, is my blood? But at the same time, I knew I had to do what was best for me, for my daughter, for my family, for my future, and I had to let go. And it is a very scary thing 
because you're left with like, now what? Now who am I? Right. And and I mean, it's a whole other story. But even in that, that sometimes being fearless is choosing yourself. It's choosing to say, I'm going to love myself despite whatever is happening around me, despite what people are going to say, just like you shared about your family saying, oh, but how are you going to go that long without drinking and all this and that, mm-hmm. right? It, we come to a place where we're like, I have to choose me no mm-hmm. matter no matter what people are saying. So I feel like in the fearless, in the in the being fearful and you step into this fearless person, right? We don't know that we're doing it. You You don't know that you're actually stepping into that. But you're also learning to love yourself through saying, like you said, boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by having boundaries, you're loving yourself. And so I want to share that with whoever is struggling with those boundaries. Because how do you know you're struggling with boundaries? You're like, I feel bad if I say no. I feel bad. Like you're wor- you're so worried about pleasing others and what they're going to say. And that's your red flag that girl you got you. And I share this without be like shaming anyone mm-hmm. because I've been there. But that's your sign that you're struggling with boundaries. So thank you for sharing that. And I I just what you shared inspired me so much because I think that a lot of times women can believe the lie that like this is all there is for me. This is how mm-hmm. my life will always be. And it could be for anything. It could be like being in toxic relationships, right? Drinking, anything at all. So uh, thank you, Monica, for just being so. And that's why I love you, because like, girl, you're so real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you too, girl. So yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel that too. I think, you know, I'm going to just kind of touch on that a little bit. I think a lot of the times when, you know, we're unhappy or we feel like we're so out of a line with ourselves, it's because we're always trying to, I could say this for myself and I'm, you know, I, maybe I'm the only one, but, <laughs> but I feel like we're always trying to do things for others yeah. and like, we're going to pour the, the leftovers for us. Like we're saving the leftovers for us. Right. Uh-huh. And we pour this energy into what other people think. And, uh, and I can tell you that I've tried to do things my way. And then I've tried to do things more in alignment with God. And I've learned to come to this place where I stop apologizing for loving and honoring God because it's only because of the walk that I have in my, in my, the walk in my life. And it's because of God's love, God's glory, God's, God's grace and mercy that I am here. And I learned that I had to like I had to have my own process though. Right. Cause I was like, yeah. Oh, people are going to think that I, I talk too much about God or people. And it's like, but I can't be myself mm-hmm. and authentically tell you my story unless I tell you this huge piece of it. I'm missing a big piece of my story if I don't tell you the truth about why I, I'm even here. Wow. You know, there was many moments of surrender before I even got to that gentleman that told me, hey, sister, I can help you. There wow. were so many moments. I mean, crying out to God, like, this is all you have for me, God. Like, just get like, that's it. Just take me then. Like, I remember having those talks, right? Like, wow. I'm just done, you know, because I would wake up with the shame, right? The embarrassment. Oh, you did it again, Monica. You did it again. You blacked out. You fell asleep wow. on the wheel. You did this, right? Like all these things. And thank God I didn't hurt anybody or hurt my kill myself. Yeah. You know, that could have been a very, that could have went a very wrong path, right? I could be waking up in prison today. Yeah. But instead, it's because of God's love, God's grace and mercy that I'm here to tell you the story yeah. of where wow. I'm at, you know? And so part of being fearless is like, stop worrying about like exactly what you said, right? Stop people pleasing. 
Stop worrying about what people think about you or don't think about you. Stop worrying about if they validate you or they don't. If they like your picture, or they don't. Mm-hmm. If they approve of what you do or you or they yes. don't. Like, that's not important, you know? And, you know, I just got off social media. I deleted everything on Friday. And <laughs> i got to share this with you because this is really, I hope that this really helps somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the times we get these, uh, you know, God drops these things in our heart and in our spirit. And we're like, oh, it's coincidence. Oh, it's, you know, and I've learned that that's not a coincidence, right? When God keeps putting something or it's a reoccurring thing that keeps coming yeah. up, we got to listen to it, right? Yes. We got to be in tune with it. We got to listen, you know, we got to pray on it. And, and there's a reason why you keep seeing things popping up. There's like no coincidence about it, right? So this thing about social media kept coming up, right? And um, I originally had gotten rid of my social media back in 2021. And then I started the podcast. I started my podcast and I didn't, I started with no social media. So um, I let my friends kind of, you know, convince me like, oh, you should get back on and it helps promote. And and I was really like, my spirit did not feel well about it, but I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to do it, right? And it was good for a little bit. Don't get me wrong. It was good. I was nowhere near as hooked as I was. I was able to get off like a week at a time. Mm-hmm. But more and more, it just wasn't feeling good wow. for me. It wasn't feeling right with my spirit. And I was like, but God, like, I, how, like, how am I going to do this, you know, without social media, right? Like, I tugged with it for months before I finally got rid of it on Friday, right? And, yeah. um, and I was at the store at HEB and I had on my, my hoodie, my box fit queens hoodie, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I had already just told my husband, okay, I'm going to delete everything. Once I get this one video off, I'm going to delete it. And I'm in line and I'm like, but God, how am I going to get my business out there? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm the next person in line, Mikaela. I promise you. And the girl goes, do you box? And I'm like, wow. oh, I'm a boxing trainer. She's like, do you have a business card? Like, wow. it's like that girl in a split moment. Like that to me was God saying, I got you. Right. Yeah. Like I had you before social media and I got wow. you after. Right. And that might not be the walk for everybody else, but I can tell you that it was heavy on my heart. And that's exactly what we're talking about is like, we need to stop aligning with what everybody else is doing. Like God may call some to social media and God may call some off. And I have to know that for me, there was a reason why God does not want me on social media. And I still don't fully know why, but I trusted enough to say, all right, I get it, you know, and I deleted everything and I'm completely off. And I just, I mean, I feel lighter, you know, I feel yeah. lighter wow. and um, and I'm like, I trust in the process, right? Like, yeah. and maybe that's where you're at, right? Where maybe you're just always worried about, well, if I get off, then people like, you know, I'm not going to stay connected. I'm not, there's so many other ways before social media yeah. that we were able to, right? There's so many other ways to start a business, to run a business, to get yourself out there, to stay connected, to be with family. Like there's so many other ways, right? And um, and it's all about trusting, right? Trusting God, yeah. trusting the process. And, um, and most importantly, trusting yourself, you know? Yes, yes, I love that. And just really quick, you know, that may sound extreme to someone, but that's the whole point. It's like, like you said, God drops things on our heart. And it may make no sense to the next person, you know, listening. Like, what? That's crazy. Because that that does seem crazy. How do you promote your business today? Everyone has social media, but that doesn't mean that we have to do what everyone does. Or even when it comes to business, that we have to run our businesses the same way, right? 
especially for us moms, right? And I guess I'll share it here. Like we're recording and my son texts me that he needs lunch money, right? <laughs> and, you know, so I made a joke to Monica about when we're talking, your kids pop in. I'm like, hey, my kids are texting me. Like, you know, and so, and Monica said something so powerful, like, well, this, that's why we do what we do. Something like that you said. Mm-hmm. And and we both understood. Had it been someone else, maybe they wouldn't have been so graceful with me. So thank you, Monica. But <laughs> but we're both moms, right? We do what we do and we do it around our children's lives and we do it around our lives. And that's what works for us. And maybe for someone else, they'd be like, wow, how unprofessional. <laughs> I kept apologizing, but but it's it's I think that it's okay to be different. And God may call you to do something that sounds so crazy to you. So crazy. But you have, like you said, you have to trust the process, right? You have to lean into that. And maybe even us talking about God, about God sounds so crazy, right? Like mm-hmm. this just sounds so crazy, especially, especially in today's culture. However, um, I think it's safe to say for both of us, like, because I say that too, like, If you like me a little, it's not because of me. It's because of God. If you even like me a little, because one thing that I shared recently was there's nothing that back in the day I could have said to you that would have empowered you. Not with my victim mindset, not with my skeptical thinking, not with being this super emotional person all the time, right? Um, not with trying to guard myself so much where I won't let people in because I'm scared to get hurt. There's nothing I could have ever said that would have empowered anybody, right? So I look at it in that way that, wow, okay, for me, it's been a very long process, right? Or even having let go of someone that I loved, but yet here I am today. And it's not, yes, I've had to work hard at who I am. I've had to heal all of that. But at the same time, it's like there's something deeper than that. So I want to encourage the person listening that's like, I'm nothing great. I'm nothing special. Like I could never have a podcast. I could never do that. But yes, you can. You can do it. And you'll show yourself every step of the way. Every time you take that step of faith to do that, to believe in yourself, you will show yourself how capable you are of actually doing it. And then you grow. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Monica, I know that like we've we've talked about so much and I think it's so powerful. So Monica, how as we're wrapping, I'd love for you to just share like how did you learn to authentically love yourself and really because I know that's part of your work, right? It's it's empowering women to really love their bodies and love who they are. So how did you learn to do that and what advice would you have for the listener who's like I'm not happy with myself. I don't feel confident. Maybe I don't even like myself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So for one, definitely it's um, body image is something that was like foreign for me to hear because I was like, no way, God, like that's insane. Because if you Google body image, you're going to see that it's a whole different thing than what it is. However, God put it in my heart to while body image is the forefront it's deeper right Mm. it's the emotional it's the mind it's the spirit and it all connects into our mind right mind body spirit so um i know that i have to help these women um start from within right Mm -hmm. and i tie to when you were asking me like how 
do I learn to love myself? I think about it as like, you know, the patience, the kindness, mm-hmm. the honoring with myself, right? I do those things for me because nobody else is going to do them for me, right? And nobody else is going to do them for me the way I want them to be done for me, right? Wow. And so while I have a husband, while I have children, I know today that like the love that I get is like, it, again, right? I mean, I tie it to that love that God gives me and it and it's written, right? Like the mm-hmm. the the definition of love, right? Love is patient, love is kind. And as you were asking me that, I was like, man, like that's literally how I've been able to do these things, right? Because when I stopped doing drugs and drinking, I started getting the feelings in. But with the mm-hmm. feelings, I didn't know what to do differently with them, right? Because I didn't put drugs and alcohol, I started turning to food. Mm-hmm. And I started eating my emotions. And then I started smoking my emotions. I started smoking cigarettes as a trainer. You know, I was very secretive. And then I quit that, right? It's been about six years, thank goodness. But um, I just kept latching to things to like change because I was still fighting that process that I had to feel and walk through these feelings. Mm-hmm. There was that, you know, I knew I had to start doing it and stop being so scared. And even though I was scared. I had to have that courage, right? To like trust that God was going to help me get to the other side. Wow. So in the process that I'm in, I do a lot of writing. Um, Mm -hmm. I do a lot of healing work. I do a lot of things to kind of take a blueprint of Monica, what it is that I do and why I do what I do. Um, So I got to take a look at my patterns, at my relationships, at my fears. And right now I'm in a process of I'm going to be vulnerable, but I'm working on my anger, right? And, And it's crazy to say that my anger has drove me for so long. And what is anger? It's the opposite mm-hmm. of love, right? Yeah. So I realized that I let anger drive me away from the one thing God wanted me to do and it's act in love, right? And be loving. And the more awareness I'm getting about my anger, the more I'm able to like just be free and let go of all the things. Because the anger is not so much just with others, it's with myself, right? I carried a lot of anger and guilt from a child, from some childhood wounds. I carried a lot of anger from what I thought I should have been by now, I carry a lot of anger, even at God at times, right? There's times where I'm angry because I'm like, I shouldn't be right here at this time of my life, right? And then when I reel it back into reality and like, and I change my perspective, right? I renew my mind and I'm like, man, I'm grateful for the life I, life I have, right? I have to remember that, you know, God has given me this beautiful life and it's my responsibility to do good works with it, right? And mm-hmm. And part of that is being honoring to myself, being loving to myself, being kind to myself, because if I can't even do those things for me, I cannot do them for others. Right. Um, I I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you, I've tried doing them for others without doing them to myself. And it just didn't feel real. You know, I mean, this was just not even a year ago. I was feeling that like I was in a small, I was in this season of with myself where I was so angry about my life and my circumstances and my body wasn't fit enough. And I gained some weight after my babies and I'm struggling. And, and it was like, God's like, I got you out of this already. Right. Like you're wow. taking yourself back to it. Right. You're taking yourself back to it. And I, and I couldn't even help women authentically. Cause I felt like I was like being fake, you know, it was like, you're not even being real with yourself. But the truth is like, God was letting me see that I was human still mm-hmm. and that I get to practice what I've learned and how I've overcome on myself. Right. Wow. And I get to practice those things for myself. Cause sometimes, you know, this girl, sometimes we need to step back and coach ourselves. Right. Yes. Like sometimes it's not, all, it's not all, Oh, I'm always on empowerment mode. Yep. And sometimes girl, it's like, we got to take that step back and be like, man, 
hold on. I'm yeah. gonna coach you real quick, Monica. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, what I'm I mean? always like, what's going on with you, Michaela? Hold on. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Yes. You know, so we gotta take a step back and be like, hold on. All right. Let let me yeah. let me nurture that little broken girl yeah. inside of you real quick. Right. Let me yeah. love on her real quick because she's hurting right now. She's having a little tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then yeah. be like, let me take care of her a little bit before I I I do this thing, right? So part of that is loving, nurturing honoring right that little broken girl inside of you while you're working to be the woman you're meant to become right and it doesn't always look we're not always on go mode right we're not always on oh on top of the world it's not always like that like if I could let you see if you wanted to really follow me you had a hidden camera in here you would see (laughs) that like it's not always like that right but the days are so much better than they were before right and I'm I'm in a better mood than I was before Um, I'm in a better place mentally spiritually um getting better in my physical right because i'm human too right like i struggle in, in areas with that but um but i know that like i have the ability to like take it out of myself and and do this right because i know that that's what god's equipped me with he's equipped yeah. me to help other people other women other moms mostly like i know what i'm capable of doing wow. but we also got to understand that just cuz we you know, I think sometimes we stay back and I'll say this because I know we're going to wrap up. I think sometimes we expect like, oh, I turned it to God and we try to just leave it there. And it's yeah. like, no, no, no. We turn it to God and we take some action. Right. Yes. God's going to give us the strength to get through it. But we have to still take the action. We don't just go and drop it on his porch and be like, OK, take care wow. of it. Like we got to do the work. Right. We still got to step into it. What I feel is like God's going to give me the strength that I don't have right now to do it. Because if I'm if I'm trying to step into my own, like I don't have it. Like it's not always I'm not I don't always feel like loving myself. I really don't. Some days I'm just like, I just want to eat bad, lay in bed all day, <laughs> eat tacos and like be bitter. Right? Like I want to. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to be bitter. Right. Like yeah. I just want to. But I know that if I ask God for the strength to get me through the day to help me be more kind more loving, more patient to myself, I can get through that, right? Like, even when I don't feel like it, even when I don't feel like getting up to work out, I'm like, God, help me have the strength and the courage and the ability to want to do this today because I know the outcome down the road that it's going to have for my life and my body and my well-being. And then I'll pull through that exercise, that workout, right? But I'm not always gung-ho, like, every day. Like, no, it's not like that. But part of loving yourself is doing the things that are hard. Right. And wow. we know that we know that it's about doing the things that are hard um, and and still like still pursuing them. Right. It's it's just part of it. And I think that that was another reason why I felt God called me off of social media was because um, I don't want to be that person that glorifies things like they're easy. And it's hard. It's hard for people to really see that through social media. Right. Yeah. Like I could say for what I do in my work, it's hard for people to see that they see a yeah. picture. They see me working out and they think I always want to do that. But I don't, you know, yeah. and this is where I get to talk with them and we get to like walk through and hey, what are the barriers here? Whatever. Right. Like, however, I coach my ladies. But it's like I had to think like, OK, what am I really showing them? Right. And yeah. um, there was a lot of things to it. It's a whole other thing. But I just wanted to say that because I think that, um, you know, in obedience and in and in love and in honoring, like we get to like be better versions of ourselves. Right. But yeah. it's a process. It's a process. And we don't like to hear that. We want to hear yeah. overnight success because it ain't sexy. <laughs> you know, it's not <laughs> sexy to say 
hey, this may take time. Hey, yes. it may take a few years, you know. Hey, give yourself a, a year, two years, and we don't want to hear it. We're so impatient. I, I'm saying that about myself. I'm so impatient. I don't want to hear that it may take a decade, right? Because I'm like, yeah. uh-uh, I want it now, yeah. you know. But wow. I know that if I had just stayed like that eight years ago, look at my life in almost eight years, how much it's changed. You know, I'm almost going to be in a decade of growth and it's amazing, you know, like, so yeah, give yourself that time, you know, that's powerful. And I really, I really hear you saying like the intentionality because taking action takes you being intentional. Like you were saying, so just going back and then we're going to wrap because girl, I could talk to you forever. (laughs) But you were talking about like, sometimes you want to eat tacos. And so I started working out. I've lost five pounds. You know, I've kind of changed what I've ate because I have like a protein smoothie. I'm not hungry. I feel good. And then um, I just eat like homemade, homemade stuff. You know, I've been cooking more at home. Because it's easy when you don't cook to go get takeout, right? And that's my favorite thing. It's like, oh, I live by Joe's Crab Shack. Um, (laughs) I just gave them a free promotion there, but right? So it's so easy not to. And and I kind of just relay with that. Like, I don't want to get up and work out, right? Because we're comfortable. And I think I shared this with someone, like, how we can get so comfortable. We like to Mm -hmm. be comfortable, our brain wants to be comfortable and it's the being intentional. And just yesterday I wanted to, um, man, Monica, there's, there's this restaurant next to me that sells like, I'm sure I've talked about these. They sell like loaded <laughs> cheese fries with bacon and jalapenos and onions oh and, God. and cheese and like spicy ranch dip. Girl. <laughs> I'm like, and you need to move. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, look, I was so, I live by a lot of restaurants. I was so <laughs> tired too. I was so, so tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to cook. I don't want to do nothing. And I had like this thought for a minute because I realized that I'm an emotional eater. Um, I like to eat if I'm happy, if I'm sad, I'm an environmental eater. So because you know, that restaurant's right there. I'm going to go get their dip just because it's right there. And mm-hmm. I'm an impulsive eater. I know these things about myself. And for <laughs> a quick minute, I was like, oh, I, I could go get those fries. Like, I just pictured myself having it. And then and then I told myself, girl, you just lost five pounds. You're going to go back on everything you've done. And I had to tell myself that. And I'm like, oh, right. Okay, that's true. I ended up getting like a kid's meal at Chick-fil-A, which is grilled nuggets. So I think they're much healthier than getting loaded fries. Mm. But all that to say that if you're going to love yourself, like you said, you have to take action, right? Because loving Mm. yourself could be that you're getting in shape. Loving yourself could be, hey, I'm going to start healing. But that's uncomfortable, right? And yeah, this could be a whole other episode on its own. So the being intentional. I'm taking mm-hmm. action and then loving yourself through it. We're like, hey, yeah, okay, this is a long process and it's hard, but I'm going to have grace on myself. I'm going to have grace and love myself through it. And so, I mean, we can talk so much about this because it can really go so much deeper, right? Uh, but more than anything, I want to encourage the listener, like, girl, fight for yourself. 
fight for yourself and love yourself. Even if nobody else loves you right now, even if you feel unseen, even if that little girl inside of you is still wounded, love her, love her and watch how much easier it gets to be uncomfortable, right? Mm, To push yourself to be like, I'm going to go to the gym. And guess what? You don't have to go to the gym. Because there's all these free things on YouTube that you can just watch and there's no excuses. I'm just saying, I'm learning that. No excuses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure I don't have a gym membership anymore either. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a gym membership either, you know, but I get it. I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. That was wonderful. That really is. That that That's so true, you know. It's not to get brownie points with you either. I'm just learning that. <laughs> How about you get a discount? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, just no, I'm just kidding. Um, but thank you. It's, it's always a pleasure. Just. Yeah talking with you and you know I've gotten to know you I'm still getting to know you more and I just love who you are you're real and amazing and so you don't have social media but I know you have a website is there another way that people can reach out to you because girl you're awesome (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much and the feelings are mutual Sure. I love our friendship. And um, well, yeah, you can definitely find me. That's why I still have my podcast. I'm the host of Moms Breaking Chains. You can find me there. And uh, also my website is empoweredbymonica.com. And I have all my info on my boxing programs, everything. But most importantly, I'm working on my email newsletter, uh, my email subscription. So you'll have another way to connect with me soon. Uh, But yeah, for now, just my podcast. And I love it. Yeah, that's so cool. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Guys, please go check out Monica. Um, I know you do virtual boxing stuff. I say stuff because yeah. I don't know what it all entails. Yeah, yeah. But um, I know I've seen a lot of like your testimonials and women have, you know, lost weight. They feel better. Like, I know that you really are different in the sense that you empower them, you encourage them. So if you're looking for fitness, you're looking for something different go message Monica, check out her, you know, uh, website and show her some love. Please share this episode too. Cause girl, you know, when we lift each other up, something powerful happens, but thank you, Monica, for being here. Thank you. Yes. Yes. God bless you guys. Share this episode and have an amazing week.